Welcome, everybody. You ever feel like your life is just too complicated? There's too much family drama going on? You don't know who you love sexually and who you're related to? Sometimes it's both. Welcome to the attic. It's Mises Peasies. Welcome. Welcome, everyone, to this episode of VC's Pieces Podcast. Today, delving into the final book in the Castile family series, Web of Dreams. That's Tia. It's me. And that's Katie. Hey, it's me. And we are ready to chit-chat about it. So if you could just let us know what this book is about. Yeah, I would love, I'm reading the back, the back flap, if you will. Oof, I will. Speaking of back flaps, mine's a little sweaty right now up here. <laughs> That's but. not what I thought the back flap was. Hmm. I think it could, yeah, your own interpretation. The royal back flap. Okay. With nowhere to go, no one to help her, Lee fled into the arms of Luke Castile. Lee Van Voreen had to escape from Boston's Farthingale Manor. The foul secret she harbored within her seemed to darken her life forever. Jillian, her mother, would not believe her. And Tony Tetterton, her stepfather, had betrayed her most cruelly. Mm. But the pure devotion of Luke Castile promised her hope and respect. Only Luke knew her deepest of secrets. Only Luke would love and protect her. Bravely she bore the suspicions of the Willie's Hill folk as she tried to grasp the happiness that had so long eluded her. Lee prayed with all her heart that her bright, shining dreams would save her from tragedy at last. Um, suspicions? Uh, yeah, I don't... Suspicions. I get... I mean, skipping ahead, yeah, because Annie Brandywine Castile was like, I don't... You don't seem to be... Y'all ain't like us. Made of hard stuff. Only soft stuff. Now, I I think I have the date of the year. I think I have the year. I, mine might be off by two years. Okay. Because I don't do math good. I had 1948... Uh-uh. Ah. No, 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 no. Oh, no. You don't even understand. Like, anytime someone drops a fact about something media. Away. No, like, media. I'll look it up. When is this from? And we got some bullshit discrepancies. Big time. Um, what I want to throw out real quick, though, is this backflap, the royal backflap, talks about Luke Castile a whole shit ton. And before we get into it, you should know. He doesn't show like up to, like... the last 20 pages. Yeah, it's, it's not even. It's just... Okay. That's that's getting so many hundreds of pages ahead of where we are, which is whatever year it might be. 1954 it starts. Oh, you're right. You know why? Because of the pajama game. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So we open, let me tell you, on a really flimsy excuse for a prequel. Yeah. I found a diary. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we open with adults, uh, Luke and Annie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Troy has passed away. Yeah. Um, which, I mean, of all the kind of gothic ups and downs, we ended on like such a nice, on such a nice time in that last yeah. book. Can you get like a little nugget, a little, like a little, a larger chicken nugget of like, They've been really happy. Troy was a great part of their lives. Maybe they had some kids, and they were very happy. Good times for them. Yeah, we had that. I want more. 
I know, I know. Um, but it seemed like, you know, he came to visit every once in a while, but was still his, like, withdrawn aloof, self. Aloof self. Um, I'm going to say I feel that in losing Troy, we have so far lost, like, the most pure <laughs> human. I don't know. He was, he's been my favorite. Um, I mean, he's here as a child. Yeah. I mean, it's... Yeah, that in too. The regular Tro- Troy, I'm just saying, is probably my favorite character that oh. we've encountered. So they go there to Fartingale Manor, and uh, oh, I found a diary. Yeah, Annie goes sneaking around. Um, she skulks around the like thousands before, of rooms. Yeah, before the funeral, which apparently was, on. was three days later. If it, you know, took me that long to read, um, was the actual service. And so she's poking around. She goes into Jillian's. Rooms. rooms and like oh that vanity drawer is a bit open i'm drawn to it i mean you don't need a pretext no one lives you can just open it up i know it's just like all. oh it caught my eye like it was yeah. supposed to be here i would i would be rooting around at every goddamn drawer unashamedly oh yeah who's gonna complain nobody the ghosts nobody right, this is hers ghosts. right this is hers oh yeah tony's yep. dead troy's dead heaven's dead she is the, the next heir mm-hmm Mm-hmm. That's her shit. She can look at what she wants to. That's true. That's true. Sorry, I got really. Anyway, so then it's like that's like the preamble. Preamble. It was like, yeah, uh, Lee's diary. Yeah. That's what it was embossed in the, the supple leather. Something it was like was... in a cloth bag, like in the back. In the back, like how deep was this drawer? Like how deep is your drawer? Um, deep is your drawer. So we learned that uh, our gal Jillian's done been manipulative from the start, huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, much like Troy has been my favorite character, I fucking hate Jillian Van Vereen Tatterton so much. She is my least favorite character that we have encountered so far in ten books of reading about a lot of shitty characters. Wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, it opens, like, that Lee got this diary on her 12th birthday. Which was 1954, so she was born in 1942, and that fucks up all of this shit. Wow, I was really wrong. No, it's okay. I'm I'm gonna delete that. I'm not gonna have that in my my notes. Oh no! (laughs) How did you get? You know, let's not ask any questions. I want to know how did you get 48? (sighs) I'm not gonna backwards math in front of our listener. Because Heaven was born in 1950, she had Heaven when she was 14, so I minus 14 from 50, and then added 12 for some reason. 52. Yeah, so... I, I, see, she, now yeah. you've embarrassed me. Now you've embarrassed you me. you embarrassed yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so Lee was supposed to be born in 36, though. Um, that's just some bullshit. It's some bullshit. It's bullshit of all bullshits. Uh, basically, so now that she's a... Wo- oh, okay, yeah. So her her Cleve and Voreen. Who seems so nice. He's an old seafaring man. He's a boat liner man. He's a boat liner man. There is talk about uh, boat the boat ocean liner business. <laughs> kind of being subsumed into the airline business. No one takes pleasure cruises anymore. Not after that Titanic went down. Um, Ooh, and you could have gourmet chef famous meals on an aeroplane. Gour- yeah, at one point Lee's like, I knew my girlfriends had been talking about airplane flying. Ooh. <laughs> um, so she gets that from dear old Daddy Cleve, 
And Jillian's like, I have, to have a secret gift for you later. And it's a brassiere. I got a secret gift. And she's like, oh, a brassiere. And um, Jillian has a little lady talk with her. And she's like, all right, it's expected that you not be a whore. But men can be whores. So I'll deal with it. Oh, my God. I know. I. She. Yeah, she's basically like, you need to be manipulative to get your own way. Yeah, like, don't. Oh, a really good quote around this time. Jillian's here. A woman should sound a little insecure, no matter how sure of herself she might be. Hmm. Um. Fuck uh, So there's a lot of that, and we also get this little nugget of uh. She's like, tell me again how you and Daddy met, and it's this very starry-eyed. I was poor in Texas, and Daddy married me. Very Cinderella. She's like, my mom was horrible. My sisters, my sisters were horrible. My sisters were horrible because they were like ugly and dumpy, and so they made me dress in rags and do the stuff. But um, that information will probably come back. As maybe point. it will. Um, yeah. So apparently, Cleve was there to court one of her sisters. Oh, says and Jillian. she was just so like beautiful. And then he was like, "Oh my God, you and your <laughs> shitty clothes are really." Doing they tried to put tingles. her in rags. Yeah. To like hide her beauty. Uh-huh. So they go out to dinner, and Jillian is, like, not a fan of her husband, apparently. No. She's like, I don't want to go places, and he never wants to go places. And and Lee's like, well, we go to all of these places. And she's like, yeah, it's for work. She like, I barely get to socialize. So- <laughs> I don't know. I know. She shit sacks. Um, she is a shit sack of shit. So she's always wanted to like go this place and that place. And on the birthday dinner, Daddy Cleve is like, "Well, we're expanding." And Jillian, you always said you wanted to go to Jamaica. We're expanding to the that area, and we're gonna go to Jamaica. And Jillian is like super shifty about it. Mm-hmm, she's like, "What? Mm-hmm. Oh, why did you tell me to expect this?" He's like, "You say all the time." Yeah. The Tattertons are bubbling under the surface. Yeah, like, the day after her birthday, well, yeah, Lee, no, Jillian is working on the mural that we, bon prime that we mural. Ex- exists, um, the fairy tale mural situation, and, um, you know, I, like, don't buy her being, like, an artist, because I feel like it would be too much work for her, she would get dirty, like, I don't know, I just, like, don't see her doing anything to contribute well, to Well, she anything. obviously did. I, anyways. Like, it just seems like hours of work is not her vibe. It's really out of character for her to have a skill. Sure is. And, <laughs> and to want to do the skill. Maybe have a skill, but, like, can't be fucked with it. Um, so, yeah, she takes Lee to... To come see the mural. Yeah, let's go to the mural and uh, look at uh, Father. And Lee notes when she meets Tony that he has sensual lips. I mean, fine. Uh, uh, on the on the little in, into the win- into the window on the cover, yeah. <laughs> the front flap. <laughs> um, I feel like that is like the most accurate um, picture that I made in my mind. Me, me too. Me too. Yeah, for sure. So he he is young. He like he like young Tony looks like an infant. <laughs> and so like fine, good. Um, that's all. <laughs> So I'll buy that. I'll, I will buy maybe if we're maybe if we're in the VC universe where a child 
can be in a relationship with someone who's an adult. Um, so maybe. Maybe there can be a little like, oh, okay. I guess when you're 12, you're, you're like getting to be like, ooh, handsome boy. Crushy but town. I don't think I had the thought of sensual lips when I had a crush on anyone when I was 12. Was sensual I don't know if I ever have since in my life. Been Maybe like, wow. you just haven't met the right pair of lips. Pair of lips. Um, so Jillian's 100 a gold digger. She cannot oh. stop talking about all the money Tony has mm-hmm. and everything at, at Fartingale Manor. Like, she cannot stop. And she's like, this tour goes on all day. All day. For some fucking reason. Um, there's a little... Well, be- we know. Well, there's a little baby Troy bird. Yeah, who they say he was four, but he was two. In the other books, it was like, he was born when Tony was 18. And to- Tony and Julian got married when Tony was 20. And Julian was... 40 pretending to be 30. And then there's this shit where, like, Tony tells um, Lee that he's 23. Why can't, like, it, mm. oh, oh my god, I'm so it scared. It drives yeah. me crazy. I'm like, why can't you, why are you gaslighting us about ages and dates all the time? Like, are, is it not supposed to matter? It's not supposed to matter. It cannot matter to me. The math doesn't work <sighs> out. It's, this, this isn't about facts. It's about feelings. It's about evocative. Then don't put specific ages in there if it's not going to matter. Like, I just read these other books. I literally, it's not like it's been a couple years. Yeah, like, come on. And also, Jillian had told uh, Tony that she was 28, not 30. And we never know, actually, what Jillian's age is in this book. It's never mentioned. Yeah. Which is interesting. That is very interesting for a prequel, presuming that we, the reader, know everything. But if she was 40 based, based on the last book, that means she didn't even have Lee until she was 28. And that doesn't match at all either track. with... Yeah, that doesn't track at all with, like, I was still living with my parents like no i think that it was supposed to be like she was 18 or something i don't know it does it doesn't make sense and it drives me crazy i'm gonna lose my gd mind i swear so uh she ominously enters the hedge maze Mm. and it it was like the hedges blocked the sudden evil hedge maze in this book it says that the hedges are like 12 feet tall definitely too big for a horse to jump over yeah horse maze confuse um, but in one of the other books, it was like, the highest hedges were about eight feet. So I don't fucking stop trying to gaslight me. You have such numbers. a detail-oriented mind. I'm just skimming. The numbers. The numbers stick out to me because I'm like, ooh, fat. But it's not a fact. Um, she gets an inappropriate fucking gift. I don't know why he was like, oh, I just met you. Here's like a golden necklace. It's a boat liner. Of a boat liner. Cut. <laughs> Because the Van Voreen line. I know, but like, who's making boatliner charms? <laughs> Can I get a cruise ship necklace? Yeah, who? If you or anyone you know has a cruise ship necklace, please uh, email us a picture at vcspeciespodcast at gmail.com. Um, they have lunch, and Jillian, not Jillian, Lee notes that um, there's, there's so many deliciousness, um, especially um, fruit in a fancy fruit shape. What the fuck is a fancy fruit shape? I, I don't know. Like someone made like a jello jiggle. They use like pinking shears <laughs> to cut a strawberry. Um, heart attack in the maze. 
Yeah, that's dark. Have we ha- heard any other, um, to contradict this, is this the only information we have about the Tatterton parents dying? I I, I so. feel like when I read that, I was like, I. it seemed familiar that, okay. that that, like, happened. Or at least they... I'm pretty sure that Tony had mentioned before that, like, Troy was with their dad when he And that died. gave him clinical depression. Forever. But also, where's the... How did the mom... Die? Oh, it doesn't matter. Well, that's, that's Troy's origin story. Mm. Little, little babby. Little sweet babby. Um, I was just kind of like... For some reason, like, I was very flummoxed by the way Tony talked. I, he's like... Like, he's fucking Catherine Hepburn. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Ah, welcome to the thing where they do the thing. And the most lovely lusciousness of the sun. What? <laughs> I know. What? Yeah. <laughs> now, now you're picturing yeah. Catherine Hepburn and a Tony. Mishmash. I'm just picturing like the 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 side, the deep side part mm. on him. The hair. I'm just picturing the hair on Tony. They spent all day at party. Yeah, and it's clear that the affair is like already happening because they're like up. They're always having little side wisps, whispery, frantically armed thoughts. Frantically armed. Because there's like. Okay, frantically armed. Okay. Uh, on the way home. Uh, well, oh, I don't know. This is, I think, we have a little chat about Jillian's disordered eating. To always leave the table a little hungry. I have that, yeah. I always leave the dinner table a little hungry. <sighs> and she's talking about, like, oh, you should live in this society. You need, to be, you need to be, like, a debutante. What are you going to do? You need to meet the rich people. What are you going to do? And Lee was like, I kind of want to be a teacher. That Which is, like, cool. cute because, you know, heaven that ended up being. Yeah. Too- I know. Just doing it. Um, and Jillian has, like, a wonderful insight about teachers, uh, which is, you know who becomes school teachers. Spinsters, women who look like my sisters, or dumpy women with poor complexions. Yep. Uh, on behalf of... Of teachers everywhere. No. I would like to apologize on behalf of this fictional character to teachers everywhere. That is a fucked up stupidest thing I ever read. That's not true. There's been so many. Yeah. Then there's the going to Jamaica boat party. Mm-hmm. Fucking love a food spread. There's quite a bit about the food which yeah. I was into. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I read it slow. <laughs> and fast. Mm-hmm. Um... <laughs> um so, <laughs> Jillian sucks so many asses. Oh my god, yeah. She sucks so many asses about, like, why everything's not... Like, Cleve is obviously trying to, like, give her this, like, you want to be a society... Like, we're doing a society lady mm-hmm. thing. But she's not having fun. Uh, she's, like, flipping out about, like, the dumb things about, like, uh, invitations and stuff. And, like, he wants to take one boat out. And she's like, no, you have to do the bigger boat because it's got a bigger ballroom. And, like, blah, 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 blah. And they hire some actors from The Pajama Game, which is a play in 1954 that I looked up. So, just to, like, do a couple of numbers. Did it come out? Did it come out then? Yes, it did. Okay. I so looked it up. it's not like... Okay. No, like, it was not from before then. Wow, that fucks up that whole heavens. I know. Because... Oh, yeah. Because this... Because mm. <sighs> we're, like... We're so far into the future with, like, like where Annie would be, like, it, like, okay. <laughs> it's uh, just, it's a, it would have been, like, mid to late 90s, like, when Heaven died. If we're going back to this timeline. 
So <laughs> it's really upsetting to me. <sighs> Lee's father is a bit like Olivia's father. Prequel to the sequel. It was yeah. like, let's learn the. Fa- it's not. It's not common for a young woman to learn the family business, but let's go look at some motors. And she's like, awesome. Yeah. She's and into it. Jillian sucks asses. She's like, oh my god, it's gross. How? Ugh, ugh, what will people say? Uh, Tony rolls up to the party. He was invited. Mm-hmm. And they are one hundred eye humping. Oh yeah, com- they completely not not inconspicuous. Conspicuously. Yes. <laughs> non inconspicuously. Completely not inconspicuously. <laughs> They're they just like inspectuously like just like dancing really close and i think that i think that i wrote this quote down because it was such a clumsy metaphor i moved like a girl who had been crippled all her life yeah is it i are we supposed uh, to go like oh like your granddaughter's gonna be for a hot minute later with tony no i I don't know what so if you had been you wouldn't be moved. <laughs> what? It was so... It, it felt very confusing. In a world of confusing <coughs> metaphors and timelines, this... Um, yeah, because Tony insisted that he and Heaven do a, do a little dancey. Lee. Yes, I keep writing Heaven on this one. Oh. Yeah, by accident. So, Creeper from the start as well. Oh, yeah, just like... Always having lingering looks. Can Ugh. you just look like a normal person? No, apparently not. It's ogles or it's nothing. So uh, when the party ends, there's a point in the cruise and they go off on the cruise and Jillian's talking to Liam. And she's like, your father works too much and he never sees us and he's so old and tired. And it's like, girl, he's tired because you want him to work. Mm-hmm. Like... So, yeah, she's like, all he does is work. And Lee's like, well, he wants to make money for you. And she was like, well, he's tired. It's like, pick one. Yeah. I mean, ugh. I, uh, I hate Jillian. It's obvious for us, the reader, because we know we're just trying to get to the next plot point. Yeah. Which is but also why I wanted to mention about Luke at the beginning here that it's not until the end. Because I don't want you to be like me, just being like, let's get to the page where Luke shows up. Yeah, yeah. I don't, the back's are misleading. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, he's, uh, Cleve's tired. Cleve's so tired from dealing with fucking Jillian. Yeah, seriously. But also, she, like, doesn't want him around when he is around. I don't know. Like, there's just, it's not the Should, right kind yeah. of, oh, there for her. Jillian just unloads upon Lee about how Cleve's is a lazy man who works too hard. Yeah. She's looking for, like, any reason to, like, run to those taper tatter tin fingers. Ugh, the tips. Taper tatter She kind of blows up. Um, I, this is a picture I took of a quote, because it's another problematic quote. <laughs> I don't know if you noted it. And she's like, blah, 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 blah. I'm not fancy enough. And Clee was like, you're the owner's wife. Like, I don't know what you want. And he's like, you can do whatever you want to do. Um... You're not hanging out with anyone. You're just... She's laying in bed. She's just, like, sick. She's so ill. She can't go in the sun because of her skin. She can't be in the salt air because of her skin. She needs to sleep 72 hours a day to be young. And, quote, Cleve, uh, what do you choose to do? You complain about the sea and living on board a liner as if you were some Negro slave being brought over from Africa and chained below. 
Woofity woofity honk. If you were taking a sip for every uh, unnecessary racial interjection, you just did. Have the ambulance on speed dial. Yeah, such unnecessary phrases. But I will note, this was the first book that they didn't um, mention somebody standing still as them being like, still as a cigar store Indian. They used that so many times throughout mm-hmm. the Castile series. They just I, said, I like, didn't even notice. Oh my God, so many times. Like, it was so many times that I noticed that they didn't use it in this book once. Have we been reading the same book? Yeah. I didn't notice once. So many times they're just like, oh, and they, but they're like a cigar store Indian. It seems as though I'm, I'm a skimmer. I'm not like, not like a skimmer skimmer. I'm just, I'm just like going for the, like the feelings and the rawness. And you are like a little factotor. Um, Jillian will not get the fuck out of bed. And she totally lies about being seasick. Oh yeah. It's yeah, a yeah. mystery illness of bullshit. She has, um, she says, she's trying to, so Lee's like, come on, let's do a thing. And she's like, I have to close my eyes and imagine I'm not here now. My ethos as of late. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that's fine, but not for this bitch. <sighs> she literally doesn't have to do anything. Uh, and she's mad about it. So, yeah. But then she's mad when she has to do that. I hate her. Um, so they're going to a port in Jamaica. And um, all of a sudden, like, fucking Jillian's just got her bags and shit. And Lee's like, what's happening? You said we were going to go shop and, like, have to... We're in the what port. is going on? And she was like... She does indeed traipse off to those taper tatterton tippets. Yeah, she's like, I just... I have to fly back home. For reasons. She's like, but we're but we're docked now. We're like, doing the thing you like, wanted oh. to do. But then I have to get back on the boat. Like, you would... <sighs> Don't be selfish, Lee. Like, how can you expect me... To be on a boat, like, all of a sudden, like... All of a sudden, boats are a problem. Oh, my God. Oh. Um, so, yeah. Like, it's clearly that she was making, like, secret travel plans to go see Tony. Taper Tatterton travel tans. And so Lee's like, okay, cool. So she, like, has a couple boat friends, whatever. And she really wants to spend some time with her dad to be like, what the fuck's going on with mom? And do they have a dinner, but he like brings the captain or something, and so they do, no. I they think doesn't talk. doesn't he tell her there about the schmavorce? Spoiler. No, that's um, like right before they dock, like the morning that they're gonna dock. Like so, all the way back, like she doesn't get to talk to him a lot, and then all well, the way- I, I wrote I wrote a couple bits that mm-hmm. are chronologically before then. Um. Where he's talking to he's talking to Lee, and it's it's this this has more than one backhanded compliment. And he goes, "I think you're a lot brighter than your mother, or I think." Uh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> he also, I'm um, pretty sure I'm pretty sure that he tells her about the divorce. No, because because he's like, "All right, don't have emotions about it. Fucking be fucking cool." No, because he's like, you gotta pull yourself together and say bye to these people. Like, it's the it's the last morning that they're on the ship, I promise. All right. Because he was like, I have put this off for as long as I possibly could, but a couple days after your mom left, I got a telegram saying that she flew to Mexico to get a divorce. Uh, was that a thing? Like, I don't know. Like, is it... Like, in the, in the 50s, like, apparently you could fly to a completely different country than when yeah. you got married to get a divorce from that. Sure. Sure sounds like yeah. it. She do have a couple of uh, buddies on the ship. But she really wants to, like, spend time with her dad. Because she's like, I'm just going to use this opportunity. And, interestingly enough, uh, maybe he gets a little taste of what Jillian doesn't like. And that he is always busy. Mm-hmm. 
and he doesn't make time for her because they were going to have like a nice dinner together and then he like invited a couple of the people and she was like oh okay I really wanted to like talk but no this is fucking cool too I guess yeah. um, there's a couple of uh, there's a set of sisters and then a couple of high school boys yeah which and then uh, what was interesting is what these high school boys said to the 12 year old which is you could pass for a senior yeah yep it's important there's a lot of there's a lot of mentions about like Leah's like feeling her oats and like (laughs) like feeling her beauty and um, many mentions that I found interesting about about her saying that she's evenly tanned like more than once, and I was like, okay. It was just that's just very weird to me. Like you don't want like a like a like a like a spot. Yeah, that it was just weird to me. That I think you're I just felt supposed to like to have it. like an image of She's like a beautifully sun kissed young lady. Mm. Delicious. Or similar. Um, so <laughs> Lee gets back. To the, like, first of all, Jillian's not even waiting for her. I know. And she's, like, really upset. She goes home. That's upsetting. Yeah, dude. She goes home, and she's like, hello. Hey, servant man. Clint. I don't remember his name. Clint Ace. So, something like that. <laughs> Clint Ace. Um, where's my ma'am? Wait, nah. Like, oh, she, like, went out. She went out. For, went for, she for went a walk the fuck or something. Out. And she was like, okay, well, she said when she was going to be back, right? And they're like, no. And then she was like, Okay, cool. And then she, like, goes to her room and, like, has such a sad because she's like, oh, my God, my parents are getting divorced. This is the end of my world. And, you know, back then, like, it really, that wasn't, people did not get divorced. So, like, that was a big deal. Um, And so she's just like, and then she gets impatient. She's like, I'm going to go fucking go in my mom's room. Look at all of her shit. And she's still not back yet. And then she, like, notices, like, what is this? There's, like, a bunch of stuff. She's like, what is this sample book? Like, we don't have any Nothing needs parties to be coming up. Clearly, there's not going to be an anniversary party anymore. It's all wedding invitations. And she's just like, I don't get it still, which is kind of cute, but not. <laughs> and then. Uh, Jillian comes traipsing oh my in. God. Fucking traipsing. And she was like, oh, my God, you should go to the beach more. <sighs> Jillian is worse, Corinne. Oh. The worst. Uh. Okay. And she's like, Mom, I wanted you to be there. And she's like, oh, my God. She was like, like, could you imagine if I was there? She's <laughs> like, I would have maybe had to wait in the car for, like, a half an hour. Ugh. Why would you want that for me? Yeah, why would you? Oh. Oh. And. Why would you want me to And she'd wait? just being like, ha, ah, today is beautiful. Blah, 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 blah. And then Lee's just like, Mom, Dad told me about the divorce. And then she was like, oh. I told him <clears> not to tell you. He probably told you. He probably told you wrong. Yeah, and she was like, no. He's like, she probably said all this shit. And she's like, no. He was like, he's just sad. She's like, oh, my daddy is sad. Yeah. And she's just super inappropriate with Lee after that. She was like, like, let's I be knew, BFFs actually now. I knew all the other, I couldn't handle the boat. Like, there were business and money problems. And they really kept my mind off the money problems and the marital problems. And there was just so many problems. And it's like boundaries um she's also like i knew the other passengers always pitied me and it's like really like off the deep end kind of stuff and uh she got so mad about it that she like ugged up <laughs> and uh, yet again she ugged up uh, and then she's like you need to be my best friend now Fucking yeah like boundaries. legit is just like can't we just be more like girlfriends like this is not a crossing a boundary at all be my friends Cleve, she says, is old enough to be her father. 
interesting fact nugget. Sure. What does that mean? Does that mean that she's 40 and he's 52? Does that mean he's 70? Like, we don't know. We don't know. She does confide, uh, Jillian confides that Tony gives her the tingles. And then Lee's like, oh, of course it's that. Like, now I put all the pieces together and I'm like... They were already... They were the fuck together. Thanks for getting there with us. So they are going to go have Thanksgiving Uh, at Fartingale and... Jillian wears, like, a spaghetti strap dress to this cold Boston Thanksgiving. I'm sure it's warm in the manor. I'm sure it's not warm in the manor. <laughs> Those don't hold heat well. Mm-hmm. Bitch is going to be cold. It's cold in the North. But she needs to, like, look like the most blah, blah, blah. Um, they mention that on the table is a chopped liver swan. That, yes, what the? What, what the fuck <sighs> is a cho- chopped liver swan? First of all, is chopped liver like a pate, like a cat food pate, maybe? And then you're going to shape it into a swan and it's not... How do you neck it? Is there a coat hanger in there? I don't... Is this for your abortions? If there was a coat hanger. Okay. Um, Anyway. If anyone has ever had a chopped liver swan and knows what it is, please call the number on your screen. 746. Someone I wrote down gives her another backhanded compliment. I think Jillian says, oh, you're so pretty when you smile. Yep, yep. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I wrote that. <laughs> and then I wrote chopped liver swan. Yeah, what Bar the emoji. hell is that? Um, yeah, don't look so sad. You, you look so pretty when you smile. Uh, that's, if you don't know what a backhanded compliment is, it sounds like you're being nice, but what you're really saying is you're ugly most of the time. Yeah. Ugh. Your feelings bum me out. So. Yeah. Male dinner guests look upon this 12-year-old with approving eyes. Yeah, don't need to know that. <laughs> don't need to know that. Um, Tony strokes Lee with his burning eyes. <sighs> Everything's always lingering. So, wedding planning Jillian is a new level of suckitude. Oh, she sucks. She is like, she's changing things on the way to the rehearsal. Yeah. And it's like, disinvite this person, invite that person. That's like the day before, what... Yeah, how you're not texting anyone. You you're gonna that's a carrier pigeon town. They Pony Express them. It is Boston. It is Boston. Paul, they re- resurrected Paul Revere. Yeah, he brought your invitation. And uh, Lee's like, Ugh, I'm uncomfortable and stuff. And Jillian tells her like, you just worry about looking good in your dress. Like, stop, stop having feelings. Just make sure that you look good. Tony uh, is almost touching Lee's hair in her suite of rooms. <sighs> So he's really, he really been a creeper from the start. Seriously. I hate it. 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 So she like, yeah, there's a part where, cause he's showing her the suite of rooms and she can like feel him like, like on her and she wheels around and then says, I could feel his breath on my forehead. Like that's pretty fucking close. That is very close. <laughs> I mean, we're close enough right now that if I spun around, I might hit you, but I can't feel your breasticles. Breasticles. Stop. Can you feel it? Can you stop? <laughs> yeah, like I turned around and like was looking into his Adam's apple while he breathed hot breath on my forehead. So, warning flag number seven. Teen. Thousand. Teen. Thousand. Uh, after the wedding rehearsal. But she does feel those pleasing Tatterton tingles. <sighs> but again, like I'm just like, she's, she's 12. She's right, 12, it's burgeoning. So, yeah. It's burgeoning sexuality. Uh, 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 uh. Um, meanwhile, also, like. Lee's just pissed that she has to live at Farley. She wants to be with her daddy. But he's, like, fucking floating around yep. anyways. He doesn't have... He's not, he doesn't he's have not ugly, but he is old. <laughs> and um, 
But, like, the nice thing is that her and Troy become, like, BFFs. Yeah. Like, apparently he's very precocious. He's a great, great artist. He's very thoughtful. Um, uh, yeah, we'll get to that. And um, so, She said questionably sassy. Yeah. When they rolled up to the... Because this is, a like, a Christmas Eve wedding, It's apparently. a Christmas wedding. Um, yeah, it which is. Which, I don't... You don't even know it's Christmas Eve until, like, the it's next Christmas. Day, yeah. Until the next day, when it's like, oh, it's Christmas. Well, because it was really weird, too, because they were, like, two weeks after Thanksgiving, we were at the rehearsal dinner, and then the next day was Christmas, so I don't mm. understand. Can I get this calendar? <laughs> oh. No, that makes sense. Um, so when she rolled up, like, <clears throat> Troy was outside making a snow... He was building a snowman. Um... And like, hey, we got to do these this rehearsal shit, but uh, we can totally go work on that snowman afterwards, my dude. And he's like, sick. And so like after the rehearsal, they're out oh, yeah, working yeah, on the yeah, snowman. Yeah. And then Troy's like, oh, we need uh, some branches for his clothes. And she's like, what are you talking about, kid? And he's just like, there is some clippings in the hedge, in the hedge maze. He's very pushy. This is a very pushy child. Do you remember four-year-old children? Yeah, I mean, I guess. They are pushy. But he just got like, he needed to like burst out his creativity. He's like, I gotta get clothes on this snowman stat. Gotta go find these hedge trippings, tri- trimmings that Boris left in the, uh, in, in the, in the hedge maze here. Yeah. And then, so, so Lee's like, you know what? I'll just follow our footprints back. It's yeah. fine. Um, and they go deeper into the maze. And here's a cottage. Yeah, Troy's like, this is sick. Uh, I need to show you this, my special place, which is like, we're like, oh, yeah, oh it's, that's my special place. Um, yeah. He makes a fire. And which four-year-olds can do. Yeah. And then uh, Lee realizes, like, oh, shit, it's fucking blizzard out there. We got we to gotta book it. And so they just leave the burning fire, apparently. Yeah, they burn down the cottage fully, I yeah. guess. Yeah, t- Troy, Tony got the money. The Tatchertons have cash. You think they got insurance? Yeah, I don't know. Had insurance been invented yet? Probably, yeah. Okay. I think so. I think so. Um, but it was, in fact, snowing so hard that they could not find their way back because the footprints were covered. So they're freezing and wandering around for like an undisclosed amount of time. I believe it is dark. It is undisclosed. Yeah. Um, and then they hear... Much yep. like in many VC areas, who knows how long or minutes or hours have gone past? No. Days? Weeks? We don't know. Don't know. It's either like completely specific and wrong or... <laughs> foggy as heck so they get out of the maze and they go inside it's like it's tony and like a couple of the servants i think the i can't remember what the guy's name was curtis curtis yeah young curtis young curtis and boris um and they get back into the house and jillian is just like fuming she's not like she's like oh my god you guys are right she's like how fucking dare you embarrass me you did this on purpose and I still have guests here, and now you do this. Ugh. And Tony's like, okay, yeah, like, can we save this for later? Like, she's freezing. She needs to take a bath. And then Jillian's like, I can't believe you're so it's embarrassing. Like, it's like <laughs> a few rounds. Yeah, of, like, Tony being like, save it for later, Jillian. She's freezing. Like, and she won't let heaven, like, I'm, dang it. She won't let Lee explain, like, anything. there was a plan, and, like, because she's like, how do we give in to this child? And I'm going to my child. Ah, my wedding anniversary. I mean, rehearsal. Who cares? Rehearse. It's my rehearsary. So, so Tony drags Lee upstairs and is just like, "Here, take hey, hey, oh, your fingers are frozen. Let me help you unbutton your mm-hmm. blouse. Your blouse." Um, Lee's cold breath was warmed by his, which I mean, I guess he was just like, <laughs> just like <laughs> huffing on her. Yeah, disgusting. I don't know. Um, 
I didn't see how he could be so blind to my embarrassment, which like, he ain't blind. Like he's using that embarrassment to make you question yourself Ugh. and your instincts. Ugh. Um, so she's like, she's in the tub and she hears someone at the door and she's like, oh, cool. Mom's up here to yell at me again. Nope. It's Tony just being like, hey, how's it going in there? Uh, I'm an expert backwasher. And she's like, can you just not? Here's, um, here's a little, a little snippet of the bath times. Um, so she's like apologizing again. And then it's all right. Really? He said, kneeling beside the tub, water still warm enough. He put his fingers into it, only inches from my thigh. Yes, that's okay. Well, will you be all right now? Uh, yes, I said quickly. I folded my arms over my breasts. Take your time. You're not embarrassed, are you? We're family now. <sighs> he fingered the water near her thigh. Ew, Katie, we talked about this. Very, we very specifically talked about this. <sighs> Lee eventually, co- not Lee, uh, Jillian eventually comes in and is like, will it make you feel better for me to talk to you about my honeymoon? Yeah, so like set on just being like, uh, we're like you need to be my BFF. I don't want, I need you to be more than a daughter, but like also just not a daughter at all. Just like some bitch. So she's going on and on about their life at Farthy, and Lee's like, wait, wait, you guys aren't gonna share a room? <laughs> and uh, she's like, ah, oh, God, no, that sounds annoying. Uh, basically, Jillian doesn't want Tony to like see the clamps on the back of her head that pull her skin back. <laughs> she does that every morning. It's true. Um, yeah, and she's like, don't blame the house. Hope, someone, someone says to her, like, I hope you don't blame the house. What does that even mean? I don't know, because they like to have... It's anthropomorphized. Yeah, I think that that's what they like to do. They did that definitely with Foxworth Hall as well. Yeah. yeah but it's, uh, again, it, it was, it's heavy-handed. You're like, I don't get this vibe. Why do you keep saying it? Why? <laughs> keep saying right. Words. Maybe I would have bought it for Foxworth Hall, but not for Farthing. So, um, Grandma Jana shows up. Oh, I didn't even... Uh, yeah. Grandma Jana shows up. that, broad. And um, she's just kind of like, well, this is bullshit. I don't know why you left your husband. This like, is the bullshit of all bullshit. This is kind of shit. Like, you think Lee just is supposed to, like, deal with your nonsense? Like, come on, Jillian. And we, like... Lee's kind of like, maybe Mom really isn't telling the truth about how... Grandma treated her because she kind of seems like she knows what's up. <laughs> and so then like, they're in um, Cleve's office. Cleve is still on, on the water. Yeah, they're somewhere. going to like pack their final things. Mm. And um, Grandma Jana and Jillian are talking. And then she's like, what is this bullshit? Like, you already like got in trouble when you were younger. Like, does that man still think that he's Lee's father? She was pregnant yep so apparently she was like a young 28 year old pregnant woman <laughs> i don't know and then they got instantly married oh i think i think they, they had this conversation actually at farthy before the wedding yes um because i i definitely noticed that the whole theme of these books almost every single one except for the first one girls go to farthy to find out that their dad isn't really their dad oh yeah where Heaven found out that Luke wasn't her dad. That's where Annie found out that Logan wasn't her dad. This is where Lee finds out that Cleve isn't her dad. And at first she's like, what happened to that baby? Did, she, did mom have an abortion? How the fuck do you know what an abortion is? I don't know. Come on, this is 1812. Yeah. As far as we know. It's 3022. Exactly. 
Anyway. Weddings luxe as fuck. Yeah. Luxe. I said, wow, Jillian on honeymoon during Lee's first divorce family Christmas. Yep. Where is Cleve? Cool. I don't know. Um, I guess he was like, I'm going to peace out. He was he was on a thing. He was doing businessy things. Still, though, he could have been... I, I think know. he was doing another, like, Jamaica... He was on, he was on, he was on the, the wet road. Um, like, at the wedding, like, Lee's trying to get dressed, and she goes out to, like, see her mom because she couldn't, like, zip up the back, and Tony's like, oh. zip up your dress. Linger, um, linger fingers. It's gross. Yeah, t- t- tiny, tiny... Tiny tuxedo Troy has a little pinky ring, which is precious. Is it? And they note that the uh, homeliest bridesmaid, Nancy, was the one who caught the bouquet. Why? Ugh. Um, and then Troy's like, hey, Lee, like, let's go. Let's go check out all these presents. Aren't they awesome? And then she's like, yeah, cool. You, you excited to, like, have a mom? And he's like, your mom hates me. She tells Leah that she has growls in her eyes, which I was like, that is an astute observation. That is a feel, feeling. Um, yeah, and then they just piss off on their honeymoon, missing Christmas and New Year's. Like, they didn't explain this to Leah that they were leaving, like, the next morning. Yeah. Or, like, right after the wedding, yeah. really. I gotta go back. Yeah, which is insane. Um, Troy is a four-year-old toy maker. That's a bit much, huh? No. That's a bit fucking much. I've... I have known some pretty artistically talented jungins. I feel like, you know, it's, it's clear that he's some sort of prodigy, prodigy. Yep. Prodigy because, you know, it says later that he graduated Harvard when he was like Five. 16 or something. Um, but um, while they're gone, Lee's just like, mm-hmm. I don't yep. know why they had to say this. Yep. I Lee's think. like going into Tony's library. Yep. I found it too. Yep. yep. And uh, she mentions that her favorite book is Lolita. Written in 1955. Oh, no. I just, the, it was, see, oh, see no. we're so different. Because you were like, oh, woof, that has a concrete date. And I, I rolled my eyes, and that's the fact, like, oh, they specifically mentioned. Oh, no, I did that first. And then I checked the date, too, oh, to okay. be like, where are we? Oh, they spe- Is this one written in 1974? Specifically <laughs> mentioned that she finds it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that. Yeah. I don't like that because I feel like that sort of like gives us, it, it's supposed to make us be like, oh, well, she was kind of like predisposed. Uh, uh, so Troy goes in the hospital. Yeah, he wakes up with pneumonia on New Year's Day. Happy New Year. Yep. And, uh, but that's also the day that Jillian and Toner are coming back. Like, apparently also that wasn't something that, like, yeah, just like Lee never knows like when, when they're expected. And um, so, yeah, Jillian just comes in like, oh. And Lee's like, oh, my God, like, did you go to the hospital? And she's like, oh, my God, no. I made it. I am wondering, like, are we sure that Jillian isn't Fanny's mother instead? Because I feel like she's just rich Fanny as far as just being completely Void. self-absorbed. Oh, yeah. But with no redemptive arc whatsoever. Yeah, she did not have a redemptive arc. No. She was like, you of course, I didn't go to the hospital to see Troy. Now I need to nap for three days because I'm exhausted from doing nothing. Yeah, it's, yeah, that's, that comes around quite a bit is constantly her like rest from travel. I drove 20 minutes to the fucking Costco. I need a rest. She would not go to a Costco. That was just an exaggerated example for comedy purposes. Thank you. Um, so, so Troy's in the hospital. Lee pieces out and goes on her own because Jillian just takes a fucking nap. And, um, Tony says, well, you know, let's go to a fancy Italian dinner. Mm -hmm. Have some wine. Yeah, it was interesting. 
Um, and he tells her about their honeymoon and how like Jillian didn't want to do anything. Like he specifically took her to a skiing place because she complained that she never had time for skiing. And as soon as they got there, she was just like, "Ew, this winter air is going to ruin my hair and skin. I need to stay inside and shop." And like she she did fuck all. And like he he actually kind of notes that she did do fuck all. Hmm. Huh? Like he was just like she didn't want to do anything in more ways than one. Sex. Yep. Yep. Um, and then when Lee gets back, Jillian is just like, Tony's too virile. Yeah, it depletes her. Um, she's like, you gotta keep It him. sounds like he's 20 years uh, younger than you, ma'am. Yeah, or <laughs> mystery amount of time. Yeah, she's like oh. begging Lee to keep him occupied. You have to, on the weekends, like all the time. She's Tony's babysitter. Uh, so that he doesn't steal my youth with his penis. Um, she, like, completely inappropriately talks to Lee about Tony's sexing. Uh, she says, he makes love like it's going to be the last time practically raping me, she explained. The blood rushed into my face to hear her make reference to something so intimate. That is not the right adjective for that. What? Oh, that's such an intimate detail. No! I would be like, I almost threw up because my mom is fucking ridiculous and gross and I can't believe she said something like that. I can't believe she's sub- subtextually whoring out her child oh to be her stand-in. Yep. To be her stand-in. You have to keep him busy because... I just... She just wants to be a socialite and spend money and Ugh. be a society lady. Uh, she's Tony's babysitter. Uh, Mildred Pierce. Which is a fucking movie? It is. It's, the John, it's a Joan Crawford movie. So Cleve uh, mentions in his letter a lady named Mildred Pierce. Yeah, who is great fun to be around. Yeah. She's good company. And so, Lee's like, oh, who is this? Some, mm-hmm. some other person's daughter? Is he hanging out with us a kid? <laughs> That's a very innocent read you're, on that. You are so 12. Um, then you know what happens next. She goes to Winterhaven. Uh, yeah, she does. Mm. Yeah. Um, and like on the way there, like Tony's explaining it to her and he's like, oh, I had a girlfriend who died in a car accident in the mountains of Europe. Your mother reminded me of her. So like Tony has been like sniffing after the same puss forever. And like also that is a throwback to Lolita as well. Like Humbert Humbert. Is that his name? Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, he lost a love when he was really young and was always trying to, like, find her replacement. Um, I but, feel like that's a bit tacked on. Yeah, well, I'm just like, oh, oh there's another parallel with, oh, with okay. Lolita, that's all. Um, and I'm like, okay, whatever. And shit mom can't even, like, be bothered to get the fuck out of bed to even see heaven off, let alone follow, like, go with her to her first day at this Lee. school. Shit, Lee. Um, it's like you're Troy and Tony. Yeah, can't. Yeah, yeah. Just can't. Well, we keep hearing about how they're all identical anyways. Yeah, they are all <laughs> identical. You can instantly know who someone is by how they look, by, by looking like someone else. <laughs> it's true. That yep. is a, that yep. a trope. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I just, I just completely, like, I feel like nothing of real note happens at Winterhaven. Well, I like, uh, she lo- her roommate Jennifer is pretty cool, but... Um, there's like a special club, a special club. And, um, at first they're like, oh my God, you like, 
Tony Tatterton's your stepdad. I heard he was hot and like made. I have toys. Mm. And then, she, like he get, he sends her a single rose to be like <coughs> delivered at her lunch table, which is crazy. And they're like, ah, why didn't he sign it, Daddy? And she's like, My dad's not dead. My parents got divorced. Scandal. And they're like, Ugh. and they're like, I gotta go sit at another table. And then she just like busts in later, and she's like, Look, how fucking dare you judge me? For the fact that my parents are divorced, ain't my fault, we don't want to hang out with you anyways. And they're like, oh my god, cool, that's badass, stay. And then they're all friends. Yep. <clears throat> and, and then, and then you know what happens. It's doll time. Oh, wow, yeah. <laughs> Love an air horn noise. Yep, after, uh, like, like... She can't spend. She couldn't spend any time on the weekends with her friends. Her mom's like, "Ew, no, you can't have a sleepover." Maybe after months and months, one, one at a time, they can come. You know, you you know, you promised to spend time with Tony to babysit Tony. Ugh. So then Tony goes to Europe to see what those the competition what the competition is doing, and he's like, "Julian, you want to come? It'll be like a second honeymoon." She's like, "Oh my god, no, no." Now you're annoying. Yep. And then it's doll time. It's doll time. Yep. That she needs to pose nude for. Why? This is the fucking. Ugh. I hated this book so much. I was like, that you had you had that same visceral reaction that I had to the previous. Like my muscles were sore from just like a constant state of cringe. I was just like, ugh. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and and looking for that. And Jillian's like shifting this. She's like, it's all right, right? Like, in this, clearly it fucking isn't. No. But like, it's fine. I would never put you in a position like that. Oh my god. Oh my god. It's horrible, horrible, um, horrible. Yeah. He has the, uh, the, the cottage like made into a little impromptu studio. Yeah, she has to pose nudes so that he can get like all the lips right. But he's also like creep asking her about like specifically. Oh, you never pressed your tongue against a boy's and had him press his against yours. Like, he's asking her about making out and stuff, and she's like, why the fuck does it matter? Yeah, he's like, I'm a man of much experience. And it was just disgusting. Like, he was like, I'll start with your face. Then he's just like, then he, like, makes her unbutton her blouse, like, super slowly and take off her bra. It's fucking disgusting. And then he's like, oh, I can't. I need to see with my hands. I need to paint you with big fat milkers. Which he does. What she does. Yep. Um, and shit mom's just off in Boston hanging out with her friends. Yeah. Like, and Lee's like, oh my God, like I need to talk to her. I'm so fucking uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After the first time that he uh, honked her boobs. Yep. To experience her artistically. Yep. She was like, I, she's like, I know this wasn't right and I'm very uncomfortable. He had his eyes closed. Like her body was a braille boob. Braille boob. And shit mom's just like. This, this is when I changed it. To, I don't write Jillian anymore. I just write shit mom. Um, yeah, she's like, he's an artist. It's fine. Like, no, it fucking isn't. She's like, why are you talking to me when I'm so tired from traveling? Like a 20 minute. If, if you're on like Cape Cod, you're pretty close to fucking Boston. Mm-hmm. I'm exhausted from traveling. Always exhausted. Always traveling. So then uh, she's like, like her cleave calls and she's like, all right, my dad's not going to stand for this. I can't wait to tell him. Yep. But who, it's not, it's not private dad times. No, Mildred Pierce. Mildred Pierce. And she like rage quits their, it's their breakfast that I find out later. I think it was lunch. No, because later it was like, I don't know, but like it was like lunch, because she talked about it being the morning and I think like. 
was an early morning affair. Yeah, but London Mildred. broiled. <laughs> it was 1792. That's what right, they had for breakfast. Right. Uh, Mildred noted thin lips, bony fingers, not feminine. So necessary, all of these details. Um, I, I know we're... want to note something that I wrote. Uh, oh, yeah, I was right. He totes gives the doll a badge. Yeah, dude. Yep. It's messed up. Like, yep. when he finally finishes the doll, like, after doing, like, cups and squeezes and stuff, he shows Shimmy her, fingers. like, the... Painting. The, the cat, no, like, the cast of the carve or whatever the fuck. And she's, like, horrified. She's like, this is basically pornographic. And then she's like, you cannot use my picture. She's like, this is upsetting. And... It, Tony gets fucking aggro when so she's mad. like, can you, like, smooth out that those, those vulvas? Yeah. Smooth that shit out. And he's like, fine! Fine! Which is, she's like, you can't. People are gonna, he's like, it's gonna be dressed in the window. And then she's like, but You're why does sample. it need to be there, though? And he's just like, because it's a piece of art! And she's like, nah. Ugh. I want a non-genital doll, please. It's fucking disgusting. Um... <sighs> she get, ends up getting a boyfriend, which is really cute. And then her mom is like, yeah, you can have a little party. So she has a party at the house that Jillian's like, oh, my God, that's such a fucking extravagant affair. Do you know what she gets for her birthday, Lee? The portrait doll. That's right. From Tony. And she's like, this hair is a beautiful. And he's like, it's your hair. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Don't you remember when you went to get your hair cut months ago and I swept in and stole the hair and made it a wig for this doll? It, oh, and she was like, cool. She was like, oh my God, I'm so special. Also, I'm just like wondering, like, did she have hair to her knees? And then like... Uh, yeah, that's a lot of hair. Like, the trimming off. doll's hair. I mean, that is inches. Because you gotta... He's like, I had him save every strand of your hair. That, yeah, no, that was fucking creepy. Because you know he kept some. You fucking know he kept some. Sprinkled it on his balls. Um... So she's like psyched that she can have a party. Um, and they are watching some undisclosed movie in the house's theater. Yeah. yeah, at the house theater. What the heck was her boyfriend's name? James? I don't remember. But she's like, hey, let's, let's, let's go to the cottage. Let's go, let's go to the maze. I'm going to show you the cottage. And so they get in there and she's like, this is fucking weird. It's still set up, it's as, still a set up as a studio. Why? And she sees like a new painting where it's like a thousand percent like... More graphic. And it's like her and her mom like... It's her face, but like a woman's body. It is noted. It, a yeah, woman's it's really messed body. up. And she's just like, ah, and just like throws the sheet over it. And she's like, let's sit on this couch. And he's just like, I really want to like honk your boob. And she's like, okay. They have innocent smoochers. Yep, pretty innocent smoochers. And Tony comes busting in. Yeah. She, yeah, he kind of rages out a little bit and then later says that she shouldn't lead boys on with her sexy powers. <sighs> so, yeah, um, these portrait dolls were a huge hit. Although never mentioned again canonically. Like, no one ever says, hey, remember about 10, 15 years ago when all those portrait dolls were all the rage? It's true. It's if they're as popular as we were led to believe. Anyway, I just thought that was interesting. It was a fad. It was huge. Everyone had a portrait doll if you were rich. That Christmas. That Christmas. <laughs> um, so, right after, around the holidays, like, uh, Jillian just like pisses off for some spa in like Norway. Yes, she needs to lose four pounds. Four pounds. She can't. Oh my god, I've got and I'm gonna stay as long as it takes. I think I just ate four pounds of cheese. 
Oh, yeah. I happily just ate 18 pounds of cheese. Uh, So she, I think she, I don't know. She names it all Angel, by the way. Mm -hmm. Um, And for some reason, she goes out to the maze and out to the cottage for some fucking reason. She's kind of like wondering, like, she can't get out of her head. Like, why is it still set up like a studio? What is going on? So she, like, creeps over there to look and, like... The lights are on, the shades are drawn, and she's like, I gotta fucking see what's going on. And, of course, she, like, gets a perfect view, because everyone always has a perfect view of something. Ugh. The painting (laughs) now has... That's right. Like, Tony from behind. He, like, painted himself into... Yeah, that's what I meant. Like, that's right. That's what I meant. In this painting, Tony's, like, taking this person from behind... I don't know if they got that. That's obviously my interpretation. Then maybe have been like a loving cup of a titty. Um, <laughs> and then she's like, what the fuck? And then like he walks in and he's fucking just naked. She's nude. And she's like, ah! And, and then like, she, drops and scuttles off. And she's pretty sure that he like looked towards the window and she's like, ah! and she goes in her room. And then she's like, I got to go to sleep. <gasps> no, she. No. Yes, that's true. Yes. Okay. Um, Ugh. So Tony obviously fucking creeps the fuck in and does in the night. So, so many rapins. And he's like, I need to show you about, like, I need to complete this artist, artistry yeah, that I've we started. I created you, oh. like, as a sexual being, but only sexy for Tony. And, yeah, he, it's just, it's, so, it was really fucking bad. And then he was like, and now you're 100% mine. I've also made you a woman, like. So she won't stand for this, and she doesn't know what to do. And the next morning, she's like, all right, I'm just going to go to breakfast, I guess. And she's like, how dare you last night? And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. So he basically pretends it didn't happen. So then the next night, she was like, she's waiting and waiting for Jillian to get home. She doesn't know what to do. Uh, She kind of avoids Tony all day, and he doesn't come home for quite a bit. And the only room in the house with a lock on it, I guess, is Jillian's because of the clamps on the head. Yeah. Because she's pulling her skin back every day. Um, so she goes into Jillian's room and she needs to feel close to her mom and puts on mom's nightgown and perfume. That's so sad. And then Troy is like, I have a Tony. Quiet. Tony has a key for this room and just rapes her again. Yeah, and he's like, oh, I know what you're doing in here with your mom's clothes and perfume. And this poor thing is just like, fuck it. Oh, and then like, Jillian comes home. That, oh, mm. So, but Tony's like, yeah. She won't let me sex, so that's why I have you. Some some fucking I shit. I don't know. Um, so she's back from Europe after the overhaul she needed to lose four pounds. And um, she's like, I need to talk to you. And she's like, Tony told me everything about how you dressed up like me and you seduced him. And, like, in the cabin, you kept asking him to, like, do this stuff. And, like, if anything happened, it's because he's just a man. I will not believe this. Like, I had such a hard time reading this. Like, I... I hated this book so much. Oh. I hated it. Just because of how, like, I, oh, so. It's like the watching, it was like reading the worst episode of Law and Order SVU. We're like, she tries to no get, one believes She tries it. to get Cleve. She's like, I really need to talk to you alone. And he's like, all right, I mean, Mildred's coming. And she's like, this is really personal. And he's like, Mildred is part of my person. And she's like, okay, fucking fine. And then, nope, he had to go into Away. the Pacific Ocean and get a thing. And she's like... So there's more There's more Jillian times. Because um, she was like, why are you so emotional? You're having too much... Are you having too much sugar? Because you definitely got too emotional about your many rapings. Which I don't believe. Which I don't believe happened. 
Um, it's screamo time. Yeah, that's right. It's screamo time because she found out she's pregnant. Yep. Screamo time. <sighs> so she pieces out. And well, and Jillian's like, oh, you fool. How dare you do this to me? It's going to be so embarrassing. And this is your fault. And, and then she's like, uh, when did you decide that you were going to like whore me out to your husband? Was it like as soon as you met him or like as soon as you found out that like he was a young man who wanted to do sex? Like you should be ashamed of herself. Screamo yourself. time. And Jillian's just like, oh, I can't handle this. I won't hear unpleasantness. Ugh. I'm getting ready for a party. Yeah, there's a charity out. dinner here, so. So she won't be noticed for a bit while the charity event's happening. She just steals like a couple out. hundred bucks from Tony's office to go see Grandma Jana. Yep. Which I think was a good plan. Yeah, that's a solid plan for a child who was just raped multiple times. Yep, and is pregnant <clears throat> and whose mom doesn't yep. believe her. Doesn't really I know think Jana to... definitely could have helped her out. Yeah. I yeah. don't think she would have not believed her. I think she would have been like, oh, that's fucking Jillian all over. I enjoy um, how she, for some reason, she was just like, all right, I had to pretend like this was told. She was like, Miles, why aren't you helping? Like, didn't yeah. you remember you're taking me to the train station? And he's like, uh, shouldn't I ask Jillian? And she's like, Jillian's going to be pissed if you go in there, but you forgot. And he's like, no, I didn't forget. It's great. She's like, oh, she probably forgot to tell you two. You know who she is. And he's like, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> So she had like a thousand hour train ride. It was more expensive than she thought mm-hmm. to run away. Um, and she has to, it says multiple times, your next connection is hours away. Mm-hmm. You're in Atlanta. Yep. She meets Luke, who is noted uh, too handsome to be a con man. <laughs> I know, I thought that was a really interesting girl. Like, that's not. That's like, the opposite. Like anyone who reads that, please, that's not, that's not part of a con man. If they're good looking, they're probably extra conny. Where did Luke take her? To the circus, which he worked at, which never fucking happened before. It was only noted that he wanted to work for the circus, and one time he snuck out and went to see it. He never had a fucking job there. But apparently he's been working with the circus because he wants to be a barker. And he's taking her all around. He gets in his truck and he's like, let's go, kiddo. They fucking went Lady and the Tramp on a footlong hot dog. I love that. I loved that so I much. I was like, no, they like ripped it in half. They like cut nope. it. No, nope. And their noses gently bump. I, was, I, I, I love that. I, I, nothing that romantic has ever happened. <laughs> <laughs> a footlong fucking homewrecking dog with all the toppings. Yeah. Just That's, fucking deep throat it on each end. Uh, <sighs> so then I think she at some point unloads her. She misses her connecting train because they're yes. having such a good time. She does, Yeah. She's like, oh, shit. And like the, the truck won't start. That's and like it. Once they get. Luke's she, always like having a couple beers, uh, beer dogs. Yep, a couple of beer dogs. Um, for a 17 year old. And yeah, like they get there as the train's pulling out and she's like, oh, shit. And he's like, it's fine. It's tomorrow. And that's when she kind of loses it. And she's like. Blech. This is what happened. He was like, "Holy shit!" He's like, "Let me, let's get a room." And she was like, "You don't have to." Like, he, so this is this is very kind Luke. Mm-hmm. This is the Luke that we never saw. Mm-mm. Whether or not he really existed or was just part of the story, we don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, so they get a motel room, an innocent motel room, and he's like, "All right, I'm gonna go back to the circus, like, because I'm not doing anything shady." And she was like, "You can stay." It's she's fine. like, "There's two beds. Like, it's fine." And he was like, you sure? And she's like, you paid for the room. There's two beds. Like, you shouldn't have to sleep on a straw mattress tonight. She has dusty travel hair. Uh, um, she's they, a nightmare. And then he's like, let's get married. And she's like, okay. Yeah, she has a nightmare. And, like, he wakes up and, like, she hears him being like, oh, my God, I would love you. I want to just take care of you forever. And she's like, eh. And he's like, what? Yeah, he's it's just like, listen, sh- I'll be the father to your baby. I, d- like, I feel amazing when I'm with you and, like, a better person. 
she's like, well, I'm almost 14, so. Yep, sounds good. Babies marrying babies. Yeah, apparently they just go to this Justice of the Peace house and that's like just and he's full like, of this sounds, people. This and, sounds like a legally binding contract. Yeah, sure, two young strangers with no identification. This child can marry, all right. And then they're going back to Winnerow Willie's and um, Luke names heaven. Did you catch that? Yeah. And Luke uh, wants... Because uh, Lee's still carrying around Angel, the doll, and she says, like, oh, her name's Angel. And he's like, oh, my God, that's good. I'm going to call you that. And, yeah, something about call heaven. This is the point. Like, I, and, I mean, like, this book is just homework, man. Yeah, it's I've, hard to read. I've been... I've been disinterested since Heaven hasn't been an, has has been not a narrator. Um, so I'm just I I petered my interest has petered out. It's like all right, they go back to Winterrow. It's what we already know that she was refined, but she was willing to help him. Yeah. It's just building up Luke to be a good man, which I'm gonna say I don't really believe. I don't believe it at all. Thank you. Also, okay. Um, because there's they talk about how he has, only has eyes for her, and there's a hoedown. Like, they talk about Sarah, his next Briefly, wife being She's like, a pretty girl with a slim figure. I thought she was raw-boned. But also, she should have been pregnant at that time, too. Because Lee was six months pregnant. Well, so I think Sarah... Six, no, because... Um, she's been a couple, a little bit away. Uh, Tom? Tom? Yeah, Tom was four months. four months younger. So if, like... Heaven was... Yeah, she probably I mean, wouldn't Luke, have been showing. Like, no, not showing, but she was pregnant at yeah. that time. But they keep talking about how, like, Luke won't even have sex with... Her. With Lee, because he's like, no... I don't like, want to knock I, the baby around. Well, he was just like, we, gotta, we should have our own proper house, and, like, the first time we do this, like, shouldn't be with, like, all these ears listening, and, like, I really love you and I care about you. And, but... We, men's got physical cravings. But apparently, he went and fucked Sarah. There's lots of talk of rainwater shampoo. Yeah, I don't know what that is. I don't know either. Is it just rainwater? Is it, is it just rainwater? Rainwater and, like, lye. Yep, that doesn't know. sound like it's going to make your hair shiny. No. Um, the angel doll being anthropomorphic creeps me out. It's always... <laughs> I don't like it. It's like, angel looked on with sad eyes. Angel looked approvingly on, and she had a good Christmas, too. I don't like it! Yeah, that was weird. Um, so, as we all know... Lee Angel dies. Lee dies. The last entry in the diary is like, Luke and I were standing on the mountain and looking at the stars, and it was almost time to have my baby. Yeah. And then tucked in the diary is a letter, another a convenient PI, yeah. who was like, Mr. Tatterton, your daughter, stepdaughter, instantly died. I have a problem with that, too. Yeah, you, yeah, you do. Do you know I have a problem with that? Continuity? Yeah. Because... If he knew, like, shortly after that Lee died giving childbirth, then he wouldn't have needed heaven to be like, oh, I lied about my age this year. Like, because that was the big revelation of, like, oh, yeah. shit, you're my kid. Yeah. But. Wait, did it say she died in childbirth? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Either way, but I mean, if, yeah, that's he a still would have known that she died a year before. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's a big one. Yeah. That's a big oopsie poopsie. Yeah. I don't know. And I just, I just feel bullshit because if we're supposed to believe that luke loved lee so much i absolutely do not think that he would have like shunned heaven the way that he did like thousand thousand percent Mm. so basically this is one's not worth your time or is it i really didn't like it it was super uncomfortable i hated all the gaslighting like it was just like 
plus I'm sick. I was sick at this point of like so many books in a row of Tony Tatterton just like fucking deciding he's gonna like and like groping. Yeah, like lips brushing and like tips and whisper tips and like just forcing people to like whether it be like oh dye your hair this color or like take off like I'm just so skeeved out by Tony Tatterton at this point like I didn't need more and reading about Jillian sucked like I was just miserable reading this book because well first of all you know you think that most of it's going to be about how like things happen she escaped and then Willie's leading up to her um, the birth of heaven no. Again, no. it's like the last 20 pages is the shit with Luke. And then it's just like abuse and gaslighting. And yeah, I don't feel that great about that. Well, yeah, at least we're done. Yeah. we're done with them. I hope that nothing that we read next has anything like a breathy whisper kiss or a finger. <laughs> it does. <laughs> Spoiler alert, just, it do. Just so you know, after this... Family. This family, we've finished Castiles, and next we'll be moving on to... The Cutlers? The Cutler family. The Cutler family. So hit up your, uh, your Goodwill, your local library, bookshop.org, thriftbooks.org. Thriftbooks.com. Dot com, thriftbooks, bookshop. And get your books for the Cutlers and cut it up. <laughs> Thanks for listening to BC's Pieces Podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Technical support was provided by Boo and Matt. Thanks for answering all of my stupid questions. Music is Dust on My Attic by Broke MC, used under a Creative Commons license. Email us at BC's Pieces Podcast at gmail.com with your thoughts or comments. Hey, you can also follow us on Instagram. We are at BC's Pieces Podcast. New episodes are released every other Friday to give you time to read along. In the meantime, sell your family, touch your Tatterton toy, and try to scrub off the filth of being hillscum.